This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 ads and popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see, cause Doug loves Hey everybody, I got my uh, beginning opening speech written down and it's in this bag somewhere, so let me find it, I wrote it down on little uh, hotel stationery, hey everybody, I said that already, my name is Doug and I love movies, this episode of Doug Loves Movies is coming to you from Zany's Comedy Club in Chicago on October 4th, 2010, in front of a live Chicago audience! Like John underscore Nichols underscore W-I, what a complicated name, on Twitter, 
tweeted he tweeted this to me. <laughs> they send one of yours to the hospital. You send one of those to a live taping of Doug Loves Movies. That's the Chicago way. I do a terrible uh, Sean Connery doing a terrible Chicago accent. Um, I see lots of name tags in the audience. Karen is wearing hers on her head. And then there's somebody named Basket sitting next to her. Is, is that what it says? Haskett. Haskett. Oh, okay. That, you said it like uh, I was crazy for calling you Basket <laughs> when your name is Haskett. It's Haskett. <laughs> kind of name for a child is Basket. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not one of Michael Jackson's children. <laughs> you knew if you had another one, it would have been Basket. Because once you have a blanket, you should have a basket. Uh, so we played a few rounds of the Leonard Malton game yesterday at my 420 matinee here at Zany's. And yeah, and some of you were here for that. And a young woman got, do you remember her name? I think it was Caitlin. She got the breakup. She got that right with negative two names. Yeah, it was exciting. <laughs> And we'll be playing uh, games later with my guests tonight. But first, since this is a supersized special edition, uh, I'd like to chat with, if you guys don't mind, I'd like to bring up here, because he lives here, the author of a new AV Club book. Uh, And AV Club, of course, is uh, here in Chicago as a sponsor of this particular event you're watching or listening to right now. But please welcome My Year of Flops author, Nathan Rabin, everybody. Nathan Rabin is here. And I was so worried about mispronouncing his name because I I guessed wrong when I asked him about it before the show. I said, is it Rabin? And he's like, no, Rabin. And I was like, there's no way I'm going to get this right. Uh, But I did it. It's Nathan. Oh, it's Nathan? You got half See, of it I always right. have you to screw up. up. I always have to screw up part of it. Like today, I was on Twitter. I heard that Zack Snyder is going to direct the new Superman movie, but I also heard today that Emma Stone might be Mary Jane in the new Spider-Man movie, and I just put that together that Emma Stone is going to be directed by Zack Snyder in the new Spider-Man <laughs> movie, and I tweeted about it all excited, and then all, and everyone on Twitter went crazy with either correcting me and saying that I was wrong or getting excited about what I was suggesting is going to happen. And it was, it was a nightmare, you guys. I know there's a lot of terrible things going on in the world, but I was <laughs> experiencing a true nightmare today. I feel your pain. Yeah, but uh, I see you have a nice glass of Stella Artois. I do indeed. Did they, uh, did they have that fancy scooper thing to shove the uh, foam off of the top the uh, perfect way? They, they did not. They did, of course not. They, they did it the half-assed way. What a place called Zanies. <laughs> <laughs> not just any place called Zanies. Uh, I was looking over there, and they have, uh, and this very much impressed me, they have a uh, headshot of Lester. Not Willie Tyler and Lester, just the ventriloquist dummy. Which He's leads me to believe that at one point, Lester played here by himself. People are like, where's Willie Tyler? He's like, fuck you. Not to take the subject off of movies, but... <laughs> but I used, to, I used to work occasionally opening up for, for a... Uh, yeah, you can't uh, put a microphone in a glass of Stella Artois. I learned that the hard way. That's really weird. Why is that? It's because it's like got that gold rim on the top? Maybe that's what did it. <laughs> anyway, um, I don't know what I was talking about. 
But it was I'm sure it was fascinating Zack Snyder. to everybody that portraying Mary Jane. What's that? Uh, Zack Snyder and Spider-Man. Oh, no, I was done talking about that. <laughs> I was going to say some anecdote about that related to what you just said, <laughs> and I already forgot it. What, what did you just say? Uh, it was about Lester. Oh, yeah. I was working with a ventriloquist, <laughs> and um, he's dummy. he would call me up, and the dummy would talk first, and you'd have to talk. Chuck was his dummy, Chuck Wood. And, uh, <laughs> and I would have to talk Chuck into putting David on the phone so that we could have a conversation, even though he called me. I'd have to be, all right, Chuck, well, it's nice talking to you. Can I talk to David now? You know, just stupid ventriloquist puppet voice. And, uh, but his act, he, he invented a remote control dummy, and his claim to fame was that he'd leave the stage. They'd have a fight. Oh, wow. They'd break up, and the dummy would be like, I can do this without you. And he'd say, okay, we'll prove it. And he'd walk off stage. And the dummy would sit there, limp for a second. And then suddenly it would sit up and its eyes would open. And five people a night would die in their seats when that happened. <laughs> they would just fucking expire. Like if you had a, like a grandma or a grandpa that was like in pain and you wanted to end their <laughs> lives, you brought them to see this ventriloquist. Because that fucking dummy comes to life and it's the scariest shit ever. I think that's so, the plot of Magic. Yeah, yeah. The movie Magic, the trailer for Magic, if you've never seen it, is just amazing. It's just a scary ventriloquist puppet saying a rhyme about how he's going to kill you. And, uh, and that, was, that was definitely a big source of nightmares for me as a young person. <laughs> um, but let's get to your book, Nathan Rabin. Um, <laughs> AV Club presents it, so right there, that's a stamp of like, this is shit's gonna be awesome, because AV Club's involved. And uh, um, it says, you know, from the faceless corporation <laughs> behind Inventory and the Onion, it's my year of flops. And uh, just right here on the cover, you've got like Cleopatra and Last Action Hero and that <laughs> shitty Madonna movie. That doesn't really narrow it down. <laughs> <laughs> and. <laughs> Battlefield Earth and even Cowgirls Get the Blues and uh, Rocketeer. So you spent one year just seeing and writing about s some of the most notorious flops or uh, are not notorious in some cases, but just flops for whatever reason. You just watched a bunch of them and then wrote an essay on each one, and that's what the book is. Yeah, well, I, I, uh, it was actually three and a half years. Uh, but we, you called it my year of flops because my three and a half year of flops. It's not. It's, it's not so too clunky. It's, it's There's no reason something. to drag it out. Let's make it a year. Exactly. And it also, I was impressed that you saw this shit in a year, even though you probably dated all the all the stories, right? Um. You know, actually, I wrote a bunch of new stuff uh, for it. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. you'll be you'll you'll turn the page and say this one is exclusive to the book, and again, I shit myself when that whenever <laughs> that happens because that's exciting because I'm holding the book, and uh, and then that's I, my and way then I get to actually special. read it. Yeah, that's that's a good trick. I love that. Um, I put some of my best jokes in the bonus <laughs> tracks on my CDs. I don't know if the two are related at all, but <laughs> but so you so there are fifty movies in the book. Yes, and I saw I've seen twenty nine of them. I counted them up from beginning to end, and then I I'm familiar with lots of the other ones. And then uh, so I'd like to start by asking you which flop 
of all the ones you talk about was is like your favorite like you think it's a good movie that flopped unfairly um there were a bunch i'm uh, very enamored of uh freddie got fingered uh yeah! okay. I'm just really? going to Did wait you... for like waves and uh, peals of laughter uh, and applause whenever I say something. Um, it was that was an interesting reaction from the audience because I would imagine <laughs> everyone else either hasn't seen it or thought it was horrible. But there's, some, a lot there's of... some people that are super into it. Do you think that's? Did you learn that from this experience? That like, I think you even wrote it at some point in the book, maybe in the introduction. Right. That every every shitty movie is loved by somebody. Exactly. Well, and actually, what inspired that was I was at uh, the Golden Nugget. Yeah. Uh, there we go. Woohoo! Casino in sh- the shitty part of Vegas. Uh, there's it's a chain restaurants uh, here in Chicago. It's 24 what? hours. Uh, the Golden Nugget. There's a chain Nugget. restaurant called the Golden Nugget? Yes. Uh, 24 hours. Wow. Uh, they, they make uh, they make hell, nuggets. Hell of a frittata. They, uh, they there. fry up some nuggets. Well, and I was sitting next to this woman and she appeared to be sane uh, and she was well dressed and she's like, oh, you know, I just saw this movie. It's probably my favorite movie ever. It's called The Other Sister. And there's this actress in it. I don't know if she's like really specially challenged or anything but she's just the most incorrigible free spirit you'd ever want to meet and it was great for a number of reasons one of which was she thought that Juliette Lewis was retarded yeah well she probably only saw her in that and Cape Fear (laughs) Um, where you know you have to be retarded to let Robert De Niro at his (laughs) skankiest put his fingers in your mouth Um, but yeah, other sister is is one of the. I, I might screen that sometime with a live commentary because it it is amazing. If you guys haven't seen it, because like Juliette Lewis and Giovanna Ribisi are good actors, but why would they ever sign on to a Gary Marshall <laughs> dramedy about uh, retarded people when they're not? And uh, or maybe they were, and that's why they signed on. But but like you know, they lay into it. They really. Uh, play their parts but I always find that it's just like I am Sam right uh, with with Sean Penn he's the arguably the greatest actor alive the man does fine work he does really good work but the whole time that movie you're going that's Sean Penn pretending to be retarded <laughs> like you never give in to it like you give in to Dustin Hoffman and Rain Man and you give in to, you give in to plenty of them over the years but but like they say in uh, in uh, what you call it that's so funny. Everybody knew it. <laughs> Tropic Thunder. You know, it's that full retard that really kills you. <laughs> and it's so funny, too, that, like, they accidentally uh, angered people with that more than they angered people with Robert Downey Jr.'s black makeup because that was all the press was about Robert Downey Jr. Before you saw that movie, you didn't know that there was huge stretches where Ben Stiller pretends to play the most retarded human being <laughs> ever alive. And then they talk about it a lot. They hid that in all the marketing, but they could do the guy in the blackface. That was that was all right. Go for it. It's interesting. All right. So, did you name a favorite? Uh, I did. Well, I said Freddie got fingered as one. Uh, Why do you like that so much? <laughs> no well, offense to you or Freddie. Well, I was. I was. It's one of the few films where I was genuinely shocked and mildly offended by it. Oh, okay. And I, I'd like to think that I'm jaded enough so that, intrigued that like, when something like that happens. And there's also a lot of fondling of animal cocks. Well, there's a scene... More so, maybe, <laughs> than most Hollywood films. When I saw the trailer for Freddy Got Fingered, I fell out of my chair laughing when he 
was playing that weird organ with the pieces of sausages flying around and singing the sausage song. But they, they cut it together in a hilarious way in the trailer. And then in the movie, you see that whole sausage instrument thing before he ever starts to play it. And in the trailer, you see it, you see him, you see it and you hear him playing it at the same time. So uh, some sort of timing like that where it's really funny in the trailer and then in the movie, it's not as funny. So it's like, that's kind of sad that like whoever slapped together the trailer was funnier at the timing <laughs> than that he directed that, right? That's, than the, that's director the one of the movie. chick uh, in that film's armor. It's one minor... Oh, I, was gonna, I, was, I thought you were about to say there's only one Asian person in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to go, Nathan! <laughs> oh! All right, so this is what I'll do. This is what I'll do for Nathan and for everybody that cheered. I will watch Freddy Got Fingered before, uh, w- within the next couple of weeks, and I will speak on it at, uh, at a podcast. Maybe I'm judging it unfairly. Yeah. <laughs> well, it takes sort of multiple viewings for the you know layers to really sink. Well, in. that's the kind of the fun thing about like cable TV and TBS and stuff when they show older movies uh, that are you know sometimes TNT calls them. New classics. Yeah. Like, the ones that become new classics are pretty watchable even when they're shitty. You know what I mean? Like, like I can sit through Roadhouse or Point Break any day of the week. And they're not really good movies, but there's something good about them that makes them so watchable. A certain Swayzeosity about them. I can't give it all the Swayze on Roadhouse because... Uh, you know, he's great. he's great in it, but there's a lot of stuff he's in that I wouldn't say that about. Right? How many times have you watched Too Wong Fu, I'm Julie Newmar, fuck off, or whatever it's called? More than I'd like to admit. I don't, if I never see John Leguizamo and Wesley Snipes in drag again, I, I could die happy and with an erection. I think you never will see Patrick Swayze in drag again. I didn't say him. That's, I didn't say him in that one. And I could go back and watch it again if I, yeah. if I want to. <laughs> How fucking creepy weird is Ghost now, though? I haven't watched it. <laughs> I haven't watched it, but that's got to be... It's got to be extra moving now. And it's weird that you say that, because actually... The right? Next... I will cry finally at Ghost. <laughs> actually, the next film I'm going to do for my year of flops is a short film called Michael Jackson's Ghost. And it was like a That's 40, a real thing? It's a real thing. It's a, like a 40-minute long movie that Michael Jackson did at the height of his insanity. Uh, sort of written by Stephen King, directed by Stan Winston. Uh, and it's him playing 17 different roles. Because nobody disappears into a role quite like Michael Jackson. How do you like, see this thing? Who is that actor playing the, uh, <laughs> the boorish... Well, as you, I'm surprised you don't know, it played in front of certain prints of Thinner. Oh, yeah. <laughs> in 1996. Stephen King had a about been a man who loses a lot of weight. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then it, like, I don't know, played in foreign theaters. But now, you, how can you see it? Oh, I, I procured a copy via eBay. Oh, eBay. Nice. Yeah. All right, well, I can't wait to hear about that. And, <laughs> and then also uh, try to see it somehow, because that sounds amazing. That sounds like it's right up there with the Star Wars Christmas special. <laughs> so which out of all the flops was, like, the hardest one to sit through? Real Cancun uh, was pretty Ooh, agonizing. I saw that. Yeah. I saw that in a theater. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, you that were probably the rough. only one at that point. It really makes, they really advertised it like it was going to be like finally a, a movie about spring break where you see all the Boobs. all the boobity. Yeah, 
And uh, it wasn't really that. It was tawdry because there was, you know, there was certainly date rape going on. But there wasn't that much nudity. So it was really, uh, it was a frustrating uh, situation. That's the original title. I was like, was. I'm here. There's only a couple other dudes in the theater. I can whip it out and do what I got to do. <laughs> Can you imagine, like, turning around to the other guys? Hey, guys, uh, you're here to jerk off, right? (laughs) Let's make a jerk-off pack. Let's all jerk off for this movie. Just try not to make any noise, because that's that's a bummer. Revolutionized movie going that way. (laughs) I think so. If if Pee Wee Herman had just asked everybody, if he'd just been more polite about it, the guy who called the cops was probably the guy who had something in his hair, you know? Like, ooh, you're right. I take that one back. So here's a trivia question for you. Which director is in here more than once? <laughs> this is very sad. Like, I know that of all of Meyer flops, uh, James Toback and Barry Levinson uh, are the two, two filmmakers that appear They're both in it often. more than once? They are, yeah. See, I tried to, like, do the research and uh, come up with a good question for you that... I knew stump the actual answer to, oh, and maybe stump you about your own book, which would, would there's a lot of things in here, so it's not, it's not like you have to memorize it, but I didn't notice that either of those dudes were in there twice, <laughs> yeah. and I found one that's in there twice that you didn't say. Can, can, can you give me some sort of hint? I can. Both of the movies he did were shitty, <laughs> really and that's why they're in the book, My Year of Flops, and uh, one of them's on the cover. All right, let's see. Oh, yeah, sure. right? It's not John... Oh, it's Gus Van Zandt. Yes, Gus Van Zandt has... There we go. Even Cowgirls Get the Blues, which I never saw, because I was like, why does she have really long thumbs or whatever? <laughs> and... <laughs> and then um, that remake of Psycho that was shot by shot that I did see that was one of the most insane motion pictures I've ever sat through in my entire life. Because part of what's great about Psycho is how surprising it is, and not that you know every single shot before it happens. Well, it really seems like a film that was made on a dare. It's like they got really drunk. It's like, hey, I bet you can't make Psycho shot for shot and get somebody to pay for it and see it. And then he did it, and then they did. But there's some movies you could do that with and still have a pretty good movie. Like, I haven't seen it yet, but Let Me In sounds like it's pretty carbon copy of the Swedish, you let right. the right one in. Uh, Funny Games as well, which was Michael Haneke. Yeah, yeah, I didn't see that. I don't like, exactly I don't know that torture is not my... If I know something's going to have torture in it, I don't go. See, I like torture, but only in real life. Yeah. It's off-putting when you see it in movies. I'm not, I don't have a follow-up question to that. I'm going to go ahead and let that go. Because that, that could just... We'd be careening all over the place. And we're here to talk about movies. Uh, let me turn to page 272 so that I can tell you about my favorite movie in your book of flops right. and see how much support I get if I get more support than Freddie Got Fingered. Uh, hang on, I'm almost there. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not there. I'm not even close. There it is. Okay. Uh, my movie is... Joe versus the Volcano. Every shitty movie has supporters. Um, but I actually, lo- my, I my animator it. actually said, like, oh my God, I can't believe you're asking me to draw something of that shitty, shitty movie, Joe versus the Volcano. And I said, I have an impassioned defense. And he said, I can't believe you're going to actually write something positive about that shitty movie, Joe versus the Volcano. 
I accidentally almost quoted the movie when I when you said something, and I, I, the, I love the line in the movie when Meg Ryan says, I have no response to that, <laughs> when he tells her things. I think it comes up a couple of times. That's really funny. It's just a really, I, it's, it's a, it, it is kind of slowly paced. You kind of talk about that. Right, right. And you talk about all the problems that the, it was a first-time director, you know, who was a great writer, and uh, John Patrick Shanley, and... Um, but it opened the same weekend, I think, as Pretty Woman, and I was a fledgling stand-up comedian, so I was opening for some other comics at a club in uh, El Paso, Texas. And, really? <laughs> and I, <laughs> I um, went to the movies a lot, you know, during the day, and uh, so I saw Pretty Woman, I think, maybe on Friday, the day it opened, and then later that day, I saw Joe versus the Volcano. And then the next day, I went back and saw Joe versus the Volcano again. And uh, Pretty Woman ended up being the, you know, the huge hit of the, of the two. But uh, I, every time I see it, now they play it on, like, uh, I think Lifetime or, so, or Oxygen or something has it. And, um, <laughs> and uh, so um, I watch it whenever it's on, and I, and I, I always enjoy it. Well, I, I wrote and directed that film, so I take a lot of pride uh, in it. Wouldn't that be weird if the writer-director of a flop went on to write a book about <laughs> all the other flops and, and uh, what he thought of them? But Actually, then what do you say at the end? Because you, you always give it a rating at the end. Oh, uh, Jefferson of the Volcano? Uh, that's a secret success. Secret success. <laughs> I like the sound of that. Was Freddie got fingered a secret success? It was indeed, yeah. All right. If you say so. <laughs> one step forward, one step back. <laughs> Got to do what you got to do. All right, so uh, let's just pick at random one movie, and then uh, I'm gonna we're gonna move on and, and bring out my. Uh, we got lots of uh, comedians waiting to come up here and uh, do this stuff. So I'm gonna just pick a movie at random. This one is Skidoo. No, <laughs> there we go. It says hippified book exclusive case file. So this means it's only in the book, and it's about a movie called Skidoo. And this is a movie that I, I admit <laughs> I have not seen. But it sounds like I should because you mentioned pot, acid, and sexy hippie chicks <laughs> of and, easy virtue, and, which and is my favorite virtue of all the virtues <laughs> is easy. And like all hippie movies, it starred Groucho Marx and Jackie Gleason. And Carol That's Jen. right. This is a super, super weird-ass movie. And Otto Preminger directed it. The, the bald guy. Yes. The, yeah. the head Nazi from Stalag 17. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was Mr. Freeze in the 60s TV Batman. He was. I read that right out of your book. Don't anybody, <laughs> don't anybody listening think, holy shit, Doug really is on his game. I'd be like, he was that guy in that thing if I wasn't looking right at it. So um, you call it a fiasco, ultimately. I do, and I've seen it three times. Spoiler though. alert. Why did you see it three times? You saw, you, you, the third time was for this book? Well, I wrote, it, I wrote about it for the first time for a feature we do called uh, Films That Time Forgot. And then the second time, I saw it for this book. Uh, and then the third time, I saw it so that I got a really good entry uh, for it. So I think with some of these, is kind of Stockholm Syndrome, where I've spent so much time watching these movies that like, I want to see something positive about it. Well, this and one's, it's trying. It's, it's trying. That's the awesome thing about it. It's three different people who played Batman villains... Are, are in this movie. Oh, totally. So this is on my to-see list as well. Is it like on uh, DVD? It is not, actually. I got, I got like a bootleg like Miami 
search uh, DVD of it. So you're so connected. <laughs> <laughs> I purchased bootlegs illegally. Do you have like a screening room so we can just come over and watch these with you? Uh, we do. Really? Uh, well, we have a room. Uh, oh, okay. Where if ad reps aren't currently occupying it, we're allowed to watch movies. And when does so. this come out? October 19th? October 19th. I yes. remembered. October Ooh. 19th, everybody pick up My Year of Flops by Nathan Rabin. Thank you so much oh, for joining us. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. I read most of the book. I really did. It's funny, though. You, you gravitate towards, you want to read, thanks, Nathan, you want to read the, um, the ones that, uh, you want to read his articles about the ones you've seen more than the ones you haven't seen because it, it's just kind of fun to read about, oh, yeah, I agree with him about how shitty that was. Or <laughs> They got uh, Al Pacino on the cover with a headband on and, a, and he's, it's from the movie Cruising. Then they have Woody Allen, and he just, it could be any Woody Allen movie, but it's, it's scenes from them all, but it's just him by himself, so it's like, well, which Woody Allen movie is that? <laughs> There's a few that he weren't in, I guess, so we could narrow it down. All right, my guests tonight are three funny comedians who happen to be in Chicago. Yeah, that was the, uh, basically the vetting process I went through. It's like, who's funny and in Chicago? I'll use them. And, you know, we tried to track down some, like, uh, people that have been in a lot of movies, you know, because there's a few people that are in town, like Laurie Metcalf is here for some reason, and so is Jennifer Beals, but that didn't work out. <laughs> Turns out they're not fans of the podcast or, or even answering uh, emails from strangers, so, um, or their people shut it down because they don't know. And, uh, but that's all right, because uh, these are three uh, really funny dudes that I, I like quite a bit. And two of them have been on the podcast before, and one of them I've always wanted to have on. So uh, everybody here in Chicago at Zanies, please welcome Dan Telfer, Kyle Kinane, and Graham Elwood. <laughs> Hello, sir. Hello, sir. Hello, sir. I love Joe versus the Volcano. Yeah, it's a great movie. I love it. I can't believe you and I have never talked about that. Lloyd Bridges is so great in it because he first, when he first comes to, uh, you know, he has his doctor tell, he goes, I have a brain cloud, which is so great. And then he's like, you know, he's like, go up there and live like a king, die like a man. That's the kind of calls they make up in the high country. Like, it's, he's awesome in it. Dan Hedaya's great. That scene in the office where it's so, he's just on the phone it's going, so oppressive. I'm not arguing that with you. I'm not arguing that with you. I know he can get the job, but can he do the job? I'm not arguing that with you. It's like 10 minutes. So great. I, I'm a flipperty gibbet. I love that movie. Was that still Dan Hedaya? No, that was... Um, that was the, one of, Meg Ryan plays three parts. Yes. And, uh, she's adorable. She hasn't had work done yet. And... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I always feel so bad when I see her now. It's like, why did you do that? She's you're so beautiful. You've been such a bad. cute old lady. What? She's so cute old. She's like... She's, she's all right. Yeah, and I, she's I like... I'm saying that she's ruined... She's already on the Joan Rivers track. You don't know what she uh, looked like before she got the work done. Maybe it was all going south real fast. <laughs> You're saying her lips, like, her like, lips weren't duck-like enough? 
things were getting out of control, you know? She had to just jump on it, you know? Really get in there and start So that time between work. movies, like, there was, like, a nine-month period where everything was just fucking, much like, Much like another film, The Money Pit, maybe her face was just <laughs> But every left turn, something was breaking apart, you know? She had put some scaffolding up. Yeah. yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Once you start with doing the work, then it all, that's, that's a uh, horrible cycle to get in yeah that doesn't bother me that much what i thought was really creepy was like there was an interview that came out right when her plastic surgery was starting to become like a big news item and it was like this interview where she was extremely hostile like just clear that every like like it it had poisoned her brain (laughs) what she had done to her face like someone had just walked up to her on the street and like hey you kind of look like a series of fish hooks have made their way through your face (laughs) and she was she had just like torn the jugular out with her teeth of some like former fan of Joe versus the volcano like when Rolling Stone <laughs> pulled her aside. Can I call my next album a series of fish hooks? <laughs> <laughs> so that was Dan Telfer speaking. Uh, I, yeah, yeah, and, probably. And um and Kyle is uh, also here. You were Delver. talking earlier. I, I just haven't identified everybody for the listening audience. For certain. You know. And nobody knows who I am, so. Well, they might uh, know you from on AST Records. You have a a, a recording. That's right. That, uh, Which one it, person knows about? What's it called? <laughs> it's called Fossil Record. Yeah, there you go. Hey. Um, now, one of the Dan is, uh, I've worked with Dan once before here at this very club, and uh, he had a routine that I was particularly tickled by about <laughs> and relating to the motion picture Jurassic Park. Yes, that's right. I don't mean to put you on the spot, but fucking do it now. <laughs> <laughs> Do your act. Do your act right now. Say Come something on. funny. Go. <laughs> I think what, what's most intimidating is Cal Canane leaning in like this is going to be a special secret moment for us. It's so personal. Yeah. I know, I know. You want me to just do the fucking bit? Well, you know, I might interrupt here and there, but... Wait, which show are we doing here, Do Doug? the essence of it. All right. I'm pra- I'll do the I'm essence of it. for the TV show. I will, I, will, I will rip the soul from the joke, and I will display it for all to see. You know the part I like. <laughs> I want to get to the part where we get to guess names of dinosaurs. All right. Uh, so get us there as quickly as we right. can. Well, that, gonna... that sounded so creepy. You know the part I like. <laughs> all right. Well, I know. I, I know. It, like, you were totally waiting for him to just I don't start. need any foreplay. You know what I like. <laughs> Pull my hair. Pull my hair. What he leaned back to. Like, oh, I guess I should go yeah, over there. Yeah, let's do this. Uh, all right. Well, I'm ready for chaos with this bit. This whole bit relies on ridiculousness. I'm not worried about being interrupted, but uh, pardon the pretense for a moment. Ladies and gentlemen of the Zany's audience, I love something very much and it is dinosaurs. Do you guys like dinosaurs? <laughs> Sounds like you really went to the top of the bit and we're going to get the whole wow. thing. Really? There's that many dinosaur fans here tonight. Like, all right. Do you not want me to do Who's the whole against, bit? Who can be against dinosaurs? Uh, I am, motherfucker. I don't like them. Good Christians. They're, yeah. they're pussies? <laughs> I, uh, I once Fucking did up everything. I, okay, well, the, the, whole, the whole thing of the bit is I'll ask the audience what they think the best dinosaur is. And one time, I did just do that part. I did just say, like, hey, do you guys like dinosaurs? And, of course, someone else, they were like, no! <laughs> no! Like, trying to stop the bit. Because, of course, I was dumb enough to try to, like, just go into a cold audience like that. Uh, in, in an audience that wasn't ready to listen to that bit. And uh, I said, why don't you like dinosaurs? 
And she was like, because they're, they're cute and they're gone now. <laughs> so I said, so do you also hate John Benet Ramsey? Because it's basically the same thing. <laughs> but what do you guys think is the... And, uh, we'll, we'll dick around for a second. You want me just, What's my favorite dinosaur? I'd have to go with... Um, well, just say Velociraptor. You want me to fucking go into Velociraptor for Jurassic Park, Doug? Let's do it. Yeah. Is you, it, you tell them it's shocking news about the Velociraptor in Jurassic Park. It shouldn't be shocking news because if you, if you paid any fucking attention, you know that wasn't for reals Velociraptors in that movie. How would I know that if I'm not a dinosaur fucker? A... There's tons of, like, fish lines. You can see the puppets. But also, no, there... But, uh... <laughs> it was CGI. Well, most... There, there, there were weird, like, like Velociraptor gloves at work in that movie, though. Like, I was only, like, 12 when I came out, but I was definitely at certain points like, what is this Muppet shit? Like, when they were trying to, like, open... Anyway, this isn't the bit you wanted to hear. <laughs> the bullshit is the movie... The Velociraptors in the movie look exactly like Dionychus or Dionychus or I don't know... Some nerds have yelled at me on the internet about how to really pronounce it. But it, it's a 10 to 15 foot tall cousin of the Velociraptor. Velociraptor is a little piece of shit that's like three feet tall. Like so, those little things in part two? What were those supposed to be? Oh, I don't know. The, the, the first one, there's Comsexthenithis or Compies. Little egg eaters. And they like, they like piled on. Oh, they, yeah, the little girl or whatever. They uh, attack them on the beach or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. So these are not test answers then. You can't use the information from Jurassic Park on a test. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Surprising, like, like it's so weird. I'm one of the dinosaurs or birds. That's what I was gonna say. Does anybody ever say birds? <laughs> What's your favorite dinosaur? They say birds. Yeah, Talk yeah, your yeah. way out of that one. What Talk you, your way out of that one. Respond? No one's ever said it. <laughs> birds, birds, go right now, birds. You win. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Kyle. Yeah, I... Uh, but do the part where what happens when people say different types of dinosaurs to you. Oh, you want me to just straight up ask the audience? I thought you were trying to cut me short so I don't spend... No, right. no, I've got some that <laughs> I want to All right, what do you guys think is the best dinosaur? T-Rex? All right, if you like big carnivores, what about Gigantosaurus? Oh. Same family as T-Rex, but bigger. And think about a T-Rex's forearms for a second. You can't open a fucking fruit cup with those things. They're garbage. Gigantosaurus is he's at least bigger... And he's got more useful forearms, and they're less spork-like. And even then, if you want a giant carnivore, what about Spinosaurus, the biggest carnivore that has ever walked the face of the earth from head to toe? But even then, he has a big flippity-floppity decorative sail on his back for no reason. You're already the biggest badass of all time. Why the fuck are you showing off with a decorative sail? Like, are you driving a Porsche? Are you balding? How small is your dick, midlife crisisosaurus? What else? Stegosaurus! All right, look, I get it. It's very unique, very precious. It's got plates I want to do the next bones. one. <laughs> well, Doug, you got to be quicker on the draw. Stegosaurus! Stegosaurus is a beautiful, unique creature to look at, but the fossil records show it is the dumbest creature also to ever walk the earth. Its brain proportion was so bad, it had to have a second brain in its stomach to control its tail. It had an ass brain. You can't be the best dinosaur. <laughs> For the social obstacle like that. Afrovenator. I don't know what that is. I knew I could stump you. 
The point of the bit is not to stump me. <laughs> what, what is it? I you looked it up on Wikipedia. What's it look like, Doug? I think that's I saw you that equipment. one time, and every dinosaur people yelled out at him. He had something to say about it. Well, I know it. a few random ones, like Parasaurolophus or like Therizinosaurus or whatever that the, the, the Freddy Krueger finger one is, but like I have to figure that out over time. I will quiz the audience. If they don't know, I'll be like, you fucking tell me. You think it's the best dinosaur? You told me this was the best dinosaur. You know what it is? <laughs> That's what, that's the whole pretense of this bit. <laughs> You're just like, I look shit up on I the just, internet. I'm not the I internet, like, Doug. I have a liberal <laughs> arts degree. Micro Raptor. I went to Columbia College, Chicago. It's a Micro Raptor, yeah. a really small one. Columbia College. <laughs> yeah, the fucking fighting. Fucking. They don't have Micro Raptor. What about There's a no o- sports Micro Raptor probably Raptor. turned into a bird, and it was featured on. Uh, Over Raptor was probably a bird because O O V I. Over Raptor means it ate eggs. What oh, makes an egg eating raptor? Why is it? What makes the best dinosaur like friendship or attack abilities? You got to define best, Dan. Well, and that's the problem. Like I addressed that at the oh, end of, oh. uh, end of the bit, and and Kyle, you and I have done enough shows together where that obviously means you are falling asleep drunk by the I'm end of not, the bit. Yeah, I don't. I hear this dinosaur shit. I go outside. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> makes me feel dumb. I I'm just I'm face to face with it. It makes me feel dumb. <laughs> I just know big like, words are bullshit, man. <laughs> that is why Sarah we're... Palin, 2012. <laughs> Get these socialist big word faggots from ruining our country. This is what happens when I do this bit at Indian casinos in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. Like that's pretty much exactly, exactly. Like I'll do like, hey, what do you guys think is the best dinosaur? Hey, you like to fuck dudes? All right. Uh, you guys like how it's raining outside? Please, please don't murder me with a crossbow. Shut the fuck up, Professor Jones. The ones that die and go in my truck to make it run. They don't know that. Oh. Thanks. They don't know that the organic material degraded, although it's technically plants. Dinosaurs, their material did not actually end up becoming petroleum. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, how do you feel now, Graham? Well, I'll tell you what, the fucking liberal media made him fucking say that. I, I just saw the I just saw you do the bit one time and I remembered that you mentioned Jurassic Park and I was like, if he's ever on Doug Loves Movies, I'm gonna have him do it and and now I I, <laughs> I feel I feel deep shame that I put you through that. You I'm, I'm sorry shame. I gave you the opportunity to have some massive laughs. Oh no! After, don't say it! Don't after say I it! Set you up. You could have just pretended like you'd never talked about dinosaurs in your life and impressed the shit out of everybody. That's why I'm bad on morning radio, Doug. Oh, are you terrible on that? Oh, very terrible. Well, I have fun with it, but when they're they're but like, they, but they don't. <laughs> exactly. Where they're like, hey, we hear you're a nerd. Tell us about computers, and it's like, yeah, I'm gonna make that really funny. <laughs> It's 7 o'clock in the morning. Let's you do know a lot about computers, though, right? You'll, yeah, I, I've been an IT professional for over eight years. But <laughs> You could not have said that any nerdier, <laughs> dressed like that. Uh, I've been an IT professional for over eight years. <laughs> IT professional actually is a, originally a dinosaur that fucking <laughs> ran around. <laughs> God damn it. It kind of so, does if you like stare at the IT professional for long enough. Like it's like, a, <laughs> like if you ever stare at the word librarian for too long, you forget what it means. <laughs> you know, it's like three in the morning and you hate your life because no one will talk to you because you're a nerd. And you so just... Kyle. Uh... 
You're on the road uh, right now <laughs> doing shows. And, uh, do a joke, Kyle. Is that still... <laughs> what's, what's your favorite well, joke to do? Lob one over here, Doug. Thanks. Is that part of your... Um, <laughs> Your road schedule is uh, going to matinees of movies, like it's a comedian cliche that that we do that. I saw a movie. I, uh... This is going to be perfect. No, this is a big thing. This is not fair. It hasn't been since Iron Man 2. I saw that uh, the Facebook movie. So uh, social network. Social network. You saw it like yesterday or the day before? Two, two days ago. Two days ago. Yeah. And... <laughs> it's recent for me. And, um... Did you Your like thoughts. It? I have a Graham and I have not I, seen. Or did you see a Graham? No, I'm not. I'm gonna. I'm gonna see it tomorrow and then and oh, then talk. I'll about never. Because there's stuff I can talk about that. Well, it's a real thing, so you know how it ends. But it's still in the end of it. It's still just it's a documentary. <laughs> you know how it ends. ends. <laughs> well, is Facebook gonna happen? <laughs> <laughs> it it ends with like the creator of MySpace like murdering him. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to ruin the twist. <laughs> the, the, the friendster in MySpace guys just fucking put their heads together. Bam, bam, bam. And they just fucking dual suicide. Well, well, well it be a murder suicide. I'm sorry. A <laughs> was it the next Citizen Kane? It, it, was a, it was a good movie, but in the end, it's still like, oh, somebody's still just uh, still millionaires, billionaires. Yeah. Like, I, don't, I feel no sympathy for any of these characters. But even in the end, even like when the big, the main Zuckerberg guy, who's like just a dick, like I think they try to portray him as not a dick. He's dick. And then he's still got, he's still a billionaire. And then, then he's still like, and he's the youngest billionaire. But he had a couple of rough years because he was an asshole with some friends. It's like, and I just gave this whole thing 11 bucks or whatever over at Webster Place. Did you see it in uh, IMAX? No. 3D? <laughs> Were you high when you saw it? See, it sounds like, yeah, exactly. That's the third question. It sounds like you saw it wrong. If you'd have been high watching it in IMAX in 3D, then you probably would have loved it. I saw the movie wrong. Yeah. I've been doing it wrong. That's what people try to tell me about a a couple of of recent hits. Yeah, have you seen Inception a second time yet? I still haven't gotten around to it because I didn't like it the first time. But I do want to see it again because I I do respect that a lot of people like it and um, (laughs) I should give it another try. But uh, Graham, oh, you, uh, you and I like to joke around about the little short descriptions that oh, sometimes yeah, you'll okay. see on TV, TV on uh, <laughs> yes. on uh, TiVo or yes. TV Guide channel. They so, they need to describe a movie quickly, yeah. and uh, sometimes they don't do a very good job of it. So. Sometimes it's just weird, right? <laughs> Right, lengthy setup to my joke. Um, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I, I love it when they'll take like an, an amazing classic film that's very complex and they boil it down to one sentence that if you didn't know anything about this movie, it would make like no fucking sense after you w- looked at the one sentence and watched the movie. You'd be like, a boy returns home from the war to take over his family's business. The Godfather. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to throw some of yours in. You got okay, right. I got one. I got one. Hang on. Um, <laughs> two ladies visit the bottom of the Grand Canyon, Thelma and Louise. <laughs> 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 
you spend a long time waiting for that to happen when you're watching that movie too. Or, when are they going to go on vacation? When are they, when are they going? They're just—they're all. This is really stressful. I know. They seem really mad, and there's guns, and everyone's fucking with them. Like, just go on vacation. Um, oh, a factory worker helps get people jobs. Schindler's List. <laughs> he did do that in that movie. He did. That's real. that was that was the scheme. That's how they. Um, a young man learns to use his other hand. Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> a doctor gives out cooking tips. Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> you boys chime in if you got I any. Saw, I saw one today. It was a rhyming one for Transamerica. It was a gentle and tender gender bender. <laughs> for Trans America. Did it really said that? Yeah. Uh, Tender uh, gender bend. <laughs> yeah. My favorite ever description, like TV Guide, when they uh, for sitcoms when they describe the plot, it's always so short. And my favorite one ever was one time it said, "Cheers, Cliff hires an ape." <laughs> <laughs> Did you need more than that to watch that episode? <laughs> no, but it's so funny that it's just like, well, yeah, of course, yeah, Cliff. <laughs> You Makes you hi, you hire apes. Makes sense. You need an ape, you fucking hire him. You could open up the yellow pages and look for ape. It's right there in the beginning. <laughs> All right, I saw on the uh, on the uh, Comcast DVR the description for the movie Surrogates was uh, uh, was it Bruce Willis wishes he had his own body back in a world full of pretty people. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, wow. <laughs> unintentional swipe at Bruce, I think. <laughs> well, that's like what I've noticed, too. Like, I don't know if they have it here, but in L.A., I've got Time Warner Cable. And now some fucko at Time Warner Cable has, like, started to put his or her opinions in the one yeah. like that. <laughs> like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> like, a comedic send-up. And then it's like, comma, like, failed a little bit with this. Like, who fuck the fuck up? A mildly amusing yeah, tale. Yeah, exactly. hey. Hey, asshole. Don't you want me to use your yeah. cable? <laughs> Just make it start and stop at the right time, yeah, fuck yeah. not. Like. I think on Comcast, uh, Super Jaime says uh, two stars. Oh, fuck is, you, Comcast. Yeah. Which is, well, I, I'm just saying. No, it might you're be fucking somebody Comcast. Else. Fuck you. No. Might have been in a dream. I don't know. But, but two stars. <laughs> but then the review is, uh, you know, Doug Benson stars in a hilarious documentary. Like, they call it hilarious but they only gave it two stars. It's like, well, throw in some line about something to explain yeah. why you didn't give yeah, it for... They they're not, hilarious sounds good. That sounds like a perfect movie to me. And but, I don't, but Comcast, this is in charge of the stars. Yeah, why That's are they... Just, they're just presenting the facts. But yeah, like, where do they... Who's, and they're trying to help you out. Like, we know it only got two stars, but give it, a, give it a shot. I love the idea that Comcast is like this hyper-journalism where they're not even like... <laughs> Stating an opinion, they're like, "Look, we're like, we're like that guy from Marvel Comics who just stands on the moon. Like, we're just stating what the re- what is it? The Watcher. The Watcher. Yeah, like they're just nerds. <laughs> oh, we could God. just do like, you know how bands can do like a song and then they can like skip some words and put the microphone out in the audience yeah. and say them. We could just set up our nerdy premises, just stick the microphone out, and everyone will yell out." Here's another one. Um, a long boat trip. Not, no, no, not Castaway or Titanic. Amistad. <laughs> 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 
So what do you say? Uh, what do you say we play a little builder title? This is the very exciting game that has really no point to it. <laughs> uh, where, oh, I'm reminding myself on this piece of paper. If you guys can take pictures of us and get, if anyone is in a seat that can get a shot of all four of us in frame and the, and the Zany sign and the AV Club and Chicago, uh, if you can do it, take a picture and then, uh, you know, send it to me on Twitter or MySpace or something. Well, don't, Graham, it's supposed to be natural. It's not supposed to be. This is my natural face, Doug. You're not supposed to make a crazy pose. I'm not posing. I'm this always thumbs up. This isn't the cover of Comedians Got a Boo Boo. <laughs> You got your chapstick Are you really putting chapstick on right now? Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Hang on. He's not ready. Put your cameras away. He's got to chap it up. I'm not doing it for the photo. My lips are I dry. Wanna, and then I want to glean. But that would <laughs> be a weird photo. You just chapping up your lips. <laughs> All right. So, Ugh. yeah, tweet those to me and I'll pick my favorite one and uh, we'll uh, make it the album cover on, uh, on iTunes because... You know, since you guys paid to get in tonight, uh, everyone to listen to it's gonna have to pay uh, pay two bucks or a dollar ninety nine, and uh, yeah, works out pretty good. <laughs> two bucks, yeah. There's <laughs> just one guy. He probably wasn't even probably couldn't even hear it on the podcast. It's uh, just the uh, one guy. It's a guy. Pizzeria Uno. <laughs> All right, so that's, that, the, that's that, the Chicago way. It's a oh. pizza town. Don't say that. I thought uh, that was the description of do the right thing. <laughs> Nice, nice. Uh, Delicious pizza on a hot afternoon. Uh, hey, hey. Uh. Vandalism starts some shit. <laughs> Do the right thing. All right. Um, so let's play build a title. I've got a suggestion from, from Twitter from someone named Amy J. Nuke, N-E-W-K, um, in honor of the John Lithgow episode that just happened. Uh, yeah. yeah. That was that a good was, one, right? He was, was everything awesome. that I hoped he would be. Like, he was just, like, gregarious, and he didn't mind the swearing, and he... <laughs> you, could, you could ask him to do, like, his, you know, lines from his movies, and he just did them without a lot of <laughs> unnecessary buildup. Oh. Did he do anything from and Garp? <laughs> I loved him in Garp when he played Roberta. He did. He said something that Roberta said, oh, but I forgot God. what it was. So great, but uh, but he he did lines from a bunch of the movies. Just I wanted like him to do every puppet. single movie. Yeah, he was like an old puppet that I I, uh, I shoved my hand up his ass and was just like, "Let's go, let's do this." Uh, if I'm ever in a movie, I won't fuck that up next time. Don't you worry about it. It's, I know I won't be in. A there movie. are no fuck ups on this show. People. <laughs> People just want something to listen to while they're on the treadmill or on a train or at work. (laughs) I wasn't going to try to rat you guys out on that one, but all right. If you own a business in Chicago, your employees are listening to my shit all day. (laughs) So, hey, why are you listening to this right now? Okay, so um, the movie's Dream Girls. Ooh. We'll start with Graham because he's played before. All right, walk walk me in the... This is mainly for the audience, but walk us through the rules. (laughs) 
<laughs> you, it's all, it's all uh, how it sounds, not how it's written, and you try to add a title to the beginning or the end of Dreamgirls of another motion picture, you know, no made-for-TV movies. And, um, okay, got it. And so you have to start with girls or end with dream, essentially. Okay. Um, uh, dream girls, girls, girls. That's a, a fucking, fucking real movie, you guys. Yeah. Girls, girls, girls. That's an Elvis movie. Yeah, so settle down. Suck it. Graham, I think settle down was more appropriate than oh. suck it. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. All right, so let's go down to Dan fucking... there on the end. Oh. And, um, um... What do you have to add to uh, dream girls, girls, girls? So essentially you're in the same position that Graham was in. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he, didn't, he didn't really change the landscape of things much. He just pro- I, I totally feel like he agony. broke a rule. Uh, uh, there's no... We don't have any rules against commas. Apparently we have rules against Elvis. There's got to be a movie just called American Dream or something. There's, there's got to be. Sure. There's American Dreams with a Z, but I will not take... No, uh, I'm inserting a Z. I'm familiar uh, with the structure of this game. But I'm not... Able to pull. It's everyone knows one for each end, right? American. Something that uh. begins with girls. That's like as soon as you say the word girls, one of the movie titles just is the next thing you're gonna probably say. Like once you're already saying girls, then you. I don't know about boys, sir. <laughs> or or weird lady. I can't see that far. But. Uh, Dan, do you have anything? It's really not worth agonizing over. No, I don't. I don't. There's really no prizes or no, any, I don't any have payoff anything. really whatsoever. Okay, so we'll go to Kyle. Um, You're out, dream Dan. Gu- uh, dream girls, girls, girls just want to have fun. See, that's oh, why damn you, it. Damn it. That's what you say. It's like my wife's favorite girls movie. girls just want to have fun. Dream girls, girls, girls just want to have fun house. Wow. Nicely oh. done. Ba-boom. Hang on, you. Are you, are you going to go out? Who's out? I didn't know this was elimination. Who, yeah. am I up? You am thought I... you could just miss it and then get some sort of uh, free ride to the next round? I know a lot about dinosaurs. The rules... <laughs> I'm an IT guy. The rules don't apply to me. <laughs> Not sure, how, not sure how to pronounce these dinosaurs, but I know a lot about them. All right, we're skipping you. <laughs> it's no big deal. It's all right, buddy. Just console this yourself by looking chance. at that large drawing of Sam Kinison screaming. <laughs> oh! <laughs> You're out! That's how I feel. Dinosaur! Right oh! <laughs> You're extinct like dinosaur! <laughs> all you did was make gasoline that pollutes the world! Oh! I don't understand what Graham just said! <laughs> okay, Kyle Kinane. <laughs> I almost forgot my answer. Uh, Add something g- to that Dream shit. girls, girls... Do I have to say the whole thing? Sure. Yeah. Oh, yes. shit. All right. Dream girls, girls, girls just want to have fun house on Haunted Hill. Yeah. Ooh! Nice. That's what nice. I was going to say if I nice. were... Part of wow, if you were still in it. Nice! Dude, that's fucking great. I All right, that. what do you got, Graham? All right, let's see what we got here. Um. <laughs> I've got a movie in my head that ends in dream. 
Oh fuck! So does that guy? <laughs> that guy. <laughs> and he's frustrated. Look how he's like. It's like God damn it. So do I. Let me play. Just let me play. <laughs> so do don't I. yell it out. But does anybody have a movie that begins in Hill? Okay, don't yeah. yell it out. Don't yell it out. Yeah. Um. Dan, you're out. <laughs> Quit trying to get back in. Wow. Okay. I'm not trying. I'm just I'm just lording um, it over you. Oh, okay. Just do it. <laughs> Come on, faggot. <laughs> Come on, faggot. Where's your words? Where's your muscles now? <laughs> <laughs> I like how to reverse that. <laughs> I suddenly remembered that you were the jock in this scenario halfway through my time. <laughs> yeah, you were like jock bullying me, and then you became like a nerd bully. That's because I can't flex my testosterone oh, for more than five seconds I before it. I go into defensive posture. You're like, you're like the nerd that got used to get his ass kicked and now takes like a bunch of karate classes and is like, it's payback time, football guy. Right, except it's not karate classes, it's just me thinking alone in my room about how I can talk really loud. <laughs> Graham, quit stalling. I, you don't I, have an answer. Just admit it. You got nothing. I, Ends yes. in dream, begins in hill. No, I do have something. It can't be hill, comma, hamburger. <laughs> Could he put it the uh, in front of You can't move the words around. No. Those are just generally forgotten uh, in this game. Oh, that's so Oh, weird. yes. Okay. Dream, girls, girls, girls just want to have fun. House on haunted hill. Um, wait, I just had it. And I lost that shit. Uh, hill people. <laughs> There's a movie called Hill the Hill no, People. A, oh, uh, yes. let me look it up. Let me look it up. I don't, I it's so close. No one's seen the we're Hill gonna People. We're going to check with Len Malton on this one. I'm not going to just no, take uh, your word for you it. Know There's what a I'm movie called Hill People. Because he's so close to a really. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I can't say Hill People. Don't say it. No, I can't don't say it, it because it has an S. That's why I already knew oh, those movies. Oh, that's a shit rule. <laughs> no, you can spell it. No, you can you, add an S. That's no, totally a part of the game. You can add an, an S. No, right? Yeah, you so, can totally break words apart and shit, right? Wait a second. Wait, because I, I, I would have... I <laughs> no, you said hill people. Haunted... Which yeah, sounds yeah, kind of racist. Hill people I could be racist, actually. Haunted hills have eyes <laughs> would have been acceptable. Oh, well, then I'd say the hills have eyes. No, you, say, no, you, you said, don't. You, you said hill You're out, bitch. People. There's no way on this earth... There's no way I didn't know the hills have eyes movies. There's no way. I couldn't think of it. You know. That's what you were going to say? Those deformed people. No, don't say it. Don't say it. Have identities. <laughs> All right. So, Kyle, do you have anything to add to Dream Girls, Girls, Girls? We just want to have fun house on Haunted Hill. Let's have eyes. <laughs> no way. There's no hill. No, I meant, did you have your own thing to add there to That was my own thing. And then he blurted out after this hill people racist shit he's saying over here. <laughs> Very racist. That's offensive to somebody somewhere. All of Let me tell you what, the Hill people, they don't know how to fucking download a podcast. I'll tell you that right now. There's a Hill learn, person in the audience. Someone just went, oh, daddy, that's your fighting word. He's, I'm going to load up my musket. We're going to get him. That's exactly what it sounded like. The Hill people is a real movie, correct? Oh, let me let me look. That's gonna you change. Didn't even look. That's gonna change. Well, we got all caught up in that hills have eyes shit. Wait, did you just call it the hill people or just hill people? Gonna, you could take the, the out. In all seriousness, I thought you couldn't add Is an there S. There a movie called The Hill People. Uh, yes. You really think so? Yes. All right. Uh, I'm 
lot of skepticism coming from the audience. Folks, there's a lot of really horrifying, bad uh, horror movies in the 70s that came out that all had stupid names like Funhouse and The Hill People. <laughs> <laughs> it, says, it says no results. Oh. Oh, oh no. Maybe I, maybe I spelled it wrong. How, how, do you, how do you spell Hill? There's no Z in there. It's that AT&T service. That's the problem. It's that 4G. It's not working. No, no results for the Hill people. Do you think it's just Hill people with no the? Yeah. <laughs> no, it isn't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's, now I'm almost rooting that was for why, you. That's why, that, that's why we don't play Build a Title on every show, because that was another disastrous one. But it was kind of fun. I um, think I won. I would have. I would have. Uh, Kyle won. Everybody. Yeah. Yeah. It's no prize. It's no so, prize. So just so I know, for future reference, though, you would have accepted the Hills Have Eyes. Yeah, yeah. it's because it's the house on haunted hills have eyes. Add an, an adding an S because it was haunted hill. Oh, was yeah. the original but, title of the movie, uh, so you'd be adding an S to make it Hills Have Eyes. Yeah, because you're. It's essentially the the words just have to flow together when you say them out loud. <laughs> it just gotta yeah. feel right, like a good rap song. <laughs> <laughs> well, then you know what, Hill people fucking just feels right, bro. Just I'll take be- your shirt off and just let it happen. <laughs> well, we gotta have some rules. <laughs> That's so bullshit. yeah, so no, it's you'll get it someday. What's the dream? Of- <laughs> What's a dream movie you had in your head? Yeah. A dream, a little dream. Ah! Which again here? puts the person right back in the same place where they have to end in oh, dreams. Oh, that good. is so There's also ugh. Requiem of a Dream. Yeah. That's what I was... Oh. I kept Requiem thinking of, for uh, a Dream. Dreams you can't do. That's the example. You can't go hoop dreams a little dream because then you're adding the S in. But on oh. the other end, when you say hills have eyes, you, it flows perfectly That's and you're not I, just oh. throwing an unnecessary S in there. Kurosawa's, uh, I don't know if that's the name of a movie <laughs> as much as it's the name of a director. Dream, the Kurosawa movie Dream. Oh, yes. yeah, well, that's just one word, so that doesn't do anybody any good. <laughs> I wrote today on Twitter, people send me, I said, send me names for suggestions for build a title for tonight, and people sent me one word titles as a suggestion <laughs> for a starter word on this Rocky. game. Rocky. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, okay, well, we're, we're done. Rocky 2. And Bullwinkle. And Bullwinkle. Oh. Ugh. The Adventures of Rocky and Bullwinkle. See, that's what fucks you up there. Oh, dumb, dumb. <laughs> D- I was dumb, feeling kind of cocky after I did that. You dumb, dumb. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys, let's play the Leonard Malton game. Let's do it. Oh. Let's quit fucking around. Yeah. <laughs> it's starting to get very serious up in here, and. Uh, well, I have the captive. The, while the listeners are captive, let me just say, don't forget to go to DougBensonTickets.com if you want to come see a taping of the, my new Comedy Central show, The Benson Interruption, uh, sometime in October or November. Just go to DougBensonTickets.com. And uh, this is going to be a very fun Leonard Malton game. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> let's, ha- let's start with Dan. Pick somebody in the audience that you would like to play for, and preferably... I, in fact, wow. I demand that it's someone with a name tag. <laughs> okay. So pick out. They went to the trouble of well, my, putting their names on their phones or their chests. Uh, outstanding. Or their heads or their necks. There's an app for and, that. Uh, <laughs> and, and some are holding. Oh, my God. People are holding yeah. up signs. It's an, did you, Jacob? It, oh, people are doing Did that. Jacob know he had a shitty seat when he made that sign? <laughs> <laughs> or was there a chance you were going to be in the front row with a big obnoxious sign <laughs> ruining it for everyone? <laughs> 
And I feel bad because my, awesome. my brother's in the audience and he's waving, but like, hey, Keith. <laughs> That's the you fucking hill your people. Brother. <laughs> your brother's a hill person, man. <laughs> hey, you better win me some Leonard Mountain. He's kind of a man. <laughs> oh. He is a hill person. I wish he'd Mixed stop company, like Graham. Oh. Jesus Christ. You can, I will allow it. You can play for him if you want. Uh, but 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 one of the prizes is something I brought, and I feel shitty given. Oh, that's that. weird. Yeah, why do you yeah, want to yeah. win his record? Yeah, <laughs> I'll give it. He says he wants it. I'll give it to you anyway. Um, yeah, yeah, he'll get. I'll you make one. it up to you. But I'll, I want to pick a stranger in the in the in the spirit of the game. So you give your family for Christmas all your CDs and shit. Because <laughs> no. that's that's what I do. I <laughs> get cheap dicks. Yeah, no. they all get copies of comedians got a boo boo. <laughs> you don't want that, Keith. You don't want that. Uh, you do not want Cram CD. I've... You sound like you're insulting my comedy. Uh, I'll the let you the winner will also get a copy of Dan Telfer's Fossil Record, and Which is uh, an album. and then my new uh, newish CD DVD Hypocritical very Oath. Good. And uh, and Grams, Grams is very good. Grams also. is in there, and uh, wasn't able to get a hold of Kyle so he could bring one, but uh, I'm sure he he would donate one in spirit. I'll steal. Well, I'll burn a copy of his and give it to I'll, you. I'll, no, that sounds good. <laughs> Just as so wow, people are lighting up their signs. Oh wow! Yeah. So, uh, so Dan, who are you playing for? I'll uh, I'll go for George, who just lit it up. <laughs> wow! <laughs> That's like uh, and it's neon orange too, which I was already nice. seeing. So yeah, yeah, and then he lit it up with his phone. That was smart. Pyrotechnics, that's the way to get our attention. Uh, Kyle, who would you like to play for? Oh, that guy's lighting himself on fire. Who's got... Oh, that's not legal. I want to see who's got the the the, fo- the furthest in the back. Oh. El- Eleanor Joan. You're, you've made the same sign, same font. You guys decide who. Wow, fight wow. it out, girl. Yeah, yeah. Why, why don't you break a pool cue in half and the way, whoever's alive gets to play? Yeah. <laughs> Who wants to I, fuck? I'm playing for Joe. <laughs> that was Dan Telfer podcast <laughs> listeners. No, that's my no, Kyle that was impression. Dan doing your Kyle. Kyle impression. That's <laughs> not fair. <laughs> Joan held her sign up longer. I uh, Okay, Joan. I'm playing for Joan back there. Joan. J O A N. Joan. All right. Yeah. I'm gonna have to go all the way back there right. to find out who. Sh- I hope you win because I got. <laughs> have to go all the way back there to find out who she wants so to we've call got- a shithead if you lose. <laughs> So Graham, pick somebody close, please. All right, I'm they gonna got go. here at earliest. I'm gonna go. I I'm gonna go <laughs> with. Um, I I just like these these people who have their <laughs> names on an iPhone app. It's Show so the rest adorable. of the audience. Hold it back. So yeah, turn can around so I can see it. And now and now show yeah. it to the podcast listeners. <laughs> yeah, that didn't work, did it? <laughs> All right, I'm gonna play for Susie. Yay. Yay, Susie. I almost went with the Kurosawa guy who came up with Dream, but then, you know, they got a cooler name tag. Sorry. Uh, wow, that's a really weird... Why didn't you just shut up? Um, <laughs> all right, so Graham's playing for Susie, and Kyle is playing for Joan in the back. And Joan, if you lose, run up here so I can get your shithead, because I don't want to come all the way back there. <laughs> And uh, Dan is playing for George, George with the orange George C sign. George in the orange sign. George. It looks like he's George. illegally taping this entire thing by holding his phone up. George. You're not taping this, right? I wouldn't call it illegal as much as just kind of douchey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to eat a but granola bar. But you were just bar. taping it because you're like kind of a participant now, right? You weren't taping before that. 
Yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> so we talked about you a little bit. You got something. That's good. I just don't like when people put... Oh, my... hippie with this granola. My blood sugar's dropping. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. I want to be focused for Susie and her iPhone app. Me too, Joan. <laughs> that was a beer bottle that was just lifted. <laughs> Mr. Treadmill Man. <laughs> that's, that's the Chicago way. Okay, so... <laughs> yes. Uh, we got our players, that we're pl- people that we're playing for, and uh, Dan is doing some warm-up exercises. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't remember. He really wants to win for George. No, I want to not embarrass myself like I did with Build a Title. I'm not really like. No, shut up. (laughs) Dan, don't be. Hey, let me ask you this. Uh, What do you have to pay for rent when you constantly live in the past? How much is that? How much should they charge for that? (laughs) It doesn't cost a lot, actually. I'm living pretty good. That's what I'm saying. I, obviously, the rent's cheap, so that's why you do it, because I can't, I can't think of any other reason. Okay. Don't listen to this podcast. You just beat yourself up some more. Uh. Just walk away like it never happened, and every once in a while, you get a text from somebody calling you something. Not a text. It didn't go that badly. Jesus. Not a text. I'm not going to give them your number. It's area code. <laughs> All right. Uh, but we'll start with you, Dan. All right. Let's do this. All right. Uh, fucking, mm. I, I, you know, I often ask <laughs> people on Twitter suggest uh, categories sometimes, and uh, I got this from Daydreamer Boy. Yeah. At at Daydreamer Boy. Yeah. Uh, really? Actors, actors directing is the, how Ooh. that category goes. I like it. Then for the next category, past guest John Lithgow. Uh huh. His movies that we didn't get to when he was on the show. Oh, and yeah, I used, I used there were any left? <laughs> it would have been good. And then uh, motion pictures that take place in Chicago. Ooh. I feel like I got to go with the motion pictures that take place in Chicago, Doug. All right. Let's do it. High risk if you fail. <laughs> I, uh, I am the only one who lives here, so. Yeah. <laughs> but we're all, I'm originally, we're all, we're all from yeah. here. Wait, like, Kyle, you're from oh, yeah, here? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm the only one who doesn't know anything and I'm not playing. <laughs> but I do know these movies. All right. And they are from the following years. Pick a year. You want 1987, 1992, or 1994? Mm. Don't, ev- don't, please don't yell out when you know don't it. Yell uh, let's do 1994. Okay. <laughs> somebody had a. Seven Samurai. Somebody had a weird reaction. <laughs> it was a Ron. Weird, weird reaction to that when you said. Uh, you said 94, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, a guy went. Mm. <laughs> I thought you said 92, no? 94? No, I said 94. Right. 94. Leonard Malton calls this movie a bomb on a scale of bomb to four. Oh. oh, I like the way this is feeling. Yeah, takes place in Chicago, of course. Uh-huh. I'll give you a couple little snippets oh, from the review. Yeah. Hopefully, won't give it away completely. All right. Uh, box office flop, he calls it. Oof. And he also says... Um... He used the word. He uses. I won't say why, but he uses the word gonads. <laughs> okay, so this is from 1994. He uses the word gonads, and he said it's a flop, and, it was a, and uh, 
and he rated it a bomb, and there are <laughs> nine names. How many names do you think you can get it in? Dan Telfer. I can get it in five names. Nice opening bid. Graham Elwood. Four. <laughs> Kyle Kinane. I want to do three. Life of the Party is the name of his CD. <laughs> and that's how he keeps the party. It's available at astrecords.com. I'm not going to correct him anymore. I always call it Life of the Party, but it's, it's Death of the Party. But Death of the Party would have been a weird thing to say after you bid three. That was a good bid. Dan, what do you say? Uh, do you say Ky- Kyle Kinane, Death of the Party, name that movie? I or do, do you say, say Kyle Kinane, Death of the Party, name that All movie? All right. Okay, here we go. Oh, shit. Would you like the clues again, Kyle? Would you like the clues again? Um, Gonads, Bomb, 94, and Chicago. Okay, I'll give them to you again. Not a good movie with the word gonad in the review. Here's your three names. Eddie Bracken was in this movie. Uh John Neville. And then your third name. John third, Neville's in the audience. Your third name. <laughs> All I know are the Neville brothers. I know. Yes. yes. I'm going to get some more extra work finally. Huge yeah. John Neville family. Neville. Yes. <laughs> we're in Chicago. Would it be great if a bunch of like people on the bottom of the list were in the audience and we're like, holy shit, John Neville just blew his load. This is a pretty, uh, pretty good cast they have here. Cause uh. Then the third name is Fred Dalton Thompson. Somebody went, ooh, on that one. I love that this is a weird noise crowd. (laughs) Uh, So those are your three names, Kyle. What do you think? I think I'm shit out of luck. Did did you already have some sort of idea, or were you hoping the names would would trip it? I was hoping the names would trip it. Yeah, those are shitty shitty names. Yeah. Aaron Neville. Shitty, shitty names. (laughs) No, John Neville. John Neville. I'm pretty sure it was Aaron Neville, though. Yeah, yeah. Rob Brackenridge. I don't know who was in these What was things. that big, expensive uh, Terry Gilliam movie? Oh, uh, Don Juan movie? That no, the one that... Twelve Monkeys? Huh? John Neville was Baron Munchausen. Baron Munchausen, see? Oh. Yeah. He was, he was Baron Munchausen? Yeah, the real yeah. Baron Munchausen. Yeah, they based it on John Neville, that, the guy who acts under the name John Neville, but is yeah. really Baron Munchausen. See, now so, you said Neville so much. All I'm hearing is the Ave Maria at the end of the plane crash movie. That's all what is alive. That's all that's in my head right now is the end of Alive with the helicopter shot around the statue. With I used to have a bit about the movie Alive. I'd go, that uh, would have been a much shorter movie if they had weed on that plane. <laughs> okay, so you don't know what it is, Kyle? I want some butt jerky now. <laughs> That's what I would say, but I, I didn't say it like an uh, eleven-year-old. I want what? Uh, <laughs> what kind of? My guess, my <laughs> my guess would be that movie that came out with it was. Uh, yeah, well, that if one. I, if I guess, well, if I guess it will screw things up for the other players, other actors. What do you mean? No, you. you no, you'll you, just lose. No, this is I'm, I already game. lost. You got to get it right. It's you all need, you need this. Yeah. So guess a movie title. That's, I don't remember. It's the one with Kevin Bacon where there's a ghost. Oh, that was like 98. Stir of Echoes. Yeah, yeah. That's not it. <laughs> of course so it's I'm not. glad you had to narrow down to that based on all the is this, uh, right, Is this Candyman? No. You guys are... It's crazy what it is. Hero? No. People in the audience are trying to guess. I'll, I'll say the rest of the names and yell it out as soon as you know it. 
Cynthia Nixon, Brian Haley, Joe Pantoliano. Oh, my God. Uh, Joey Pants. Oh, fucking the Babies Lost in the City, whatever the fuck that one is. The Babies Lost in the City. Oh, yeah. That's right. That was in Chicago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, what was it? Oh, this would have maybe given down. it away when I got to uh, Jacob and Adam Morton. <laughs> yeah. Or Wharton. <laughs> Someone in the audience has seen that it. movie. Yeah. You guys are fired. Let's have her on for the rest of the show. I knew it would fucking happen. Ladies and gentlemen, Lisa Neville. <laughs> yeah. So someone there was just yelling out, I'm in that, so I was in that movie. So what, what did you do in the movie? You were like an extra? Yeah, uh, I screamed at a monkey. You screamed? They gave you a little... That was a big subplot. Did you hire the yeah. monkey like Cliff from Cheers and you're disappointed and it's... <laughs> Poor work ethic, or <laughs> what do you do? Like pick up, like you pull up to a street corner, a bunch of monkeys are just waiting to, for a, for a gig for the day. All right, um, yeah, that was a day laborer's joke, and it was very offensive. <laughs> monkeys standing around like a bunch of hill people out there. Yeah, I was just gonna make a hill people joke. Uh, I was just gonna make a hill people joke. That was gorgeous, sir. You guys were you guys were in a, a race for racism. I know, <laughs> How come they never have any of those? Oh yeah, they do. It's called NASCAR. Uh, oh, no oh. Benson, everybody! <laughs> and I don't even like. I'm not anti NASCAR at all. Like I don't have a problem with it at all. I think I think it sounds awesome to go see something where a, a vehicle might land on you in the stands and you lose your life for no reason. <laughs> But uh, there's uh, air conditioning in here, so my notes keep blowing on the floor. So that's why there's a pause in the action. Uh, let me check the time. I think this show's going long. No, we're in good shape. Yeah, you guys are all right. Does anybody have to work tomorrow? All right. <laughs> Just quietly leave if you do. <laughs> if you've had enough, please leave. <laughs> um, okay, yeah, the so Neville sisters got to go yell at some monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> so who told Kyle That's to name that movie? Dan did. So Dan gets the point. We and uh, I've redeemed Dan. myself. But since Graham was not a part of that skirmish, he gets to go first this next time. And here are your category choices. Would you like uh, Tony Curtis, rest in peace, because he passed away recently, and someone in the audience just made a fart noise about that. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is not that is not the level of respect I was hoping. <laughs> That the name Tony Curtis would. That means something different in Chicago. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's a, the that's a sign of the difference in Chicago. <laughs> that means I just ate a really big pizza in his God, honor. Thanks, God bless man. your heart, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, pal. He was a good apple. <laughs> Raisin old style for this fucking mope, all right? <laughs> Are we good? Can I talk? Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I don't know when a bit's going to end. I don't want to cut off the funny. Um, it's Elisa Silverstone's birthday today on the 4th of October. Oh, so, oh my so, God. Uh, Elisa Silverstone movies. So we got Tony Curtis dead, Elisa Silverstone alive. Or, or for your third category, movies that feature great teachers because uh, I was inspired to invent that category because of Waiting for Superman, which I think is a movie everybody should see. And form their own opinion. So it's a movie about teachers. It doesn't have like some teacher. It's about a teacher, yeah. Okay. It's got a teacher in it. 
I'll go. I'll go with the teachers category. Okay. Good call. <laughs> Would you like? <laughs> <laughs> no, in Chicago, we like our teachers. You like it? Fart it up for the teachers, huh? <laughs> Rahm Emanuel is Rahm Emanuel's in town, going around telling you guys why he should be mayor. Do you do you like that idea? Yeah, he's on a listening tour. Not he's not. Sometimes he goes on the yelling the word "fuck" tour, <laughs> and then but other days he's listening. He just listens. Maybe he mutters it to himself under his breath. We need more cops. Oh fuck! Learning new swear words. I can't be mayor of this shit. They need more cops. How do I do that? What do I do? Make some phone calls. <laughs> who could I? Who could I yell the f word at that'll get me more cops? I don't know. I like the intensity of the guy. I, I think he would fit fit in as a, a as the mayor here, but I don't know. Maybe that's just me. You guys, you guys get to vote. I, I don't get. <laughs> yeah, this guy, the Kurosawa guy's like, nope. Yeah. You guys get to vote, and uh, please, by by all means, do so. <laughs> vote early and often. That's against the rules, Graham. No, okay. that's fucking okay. Not Chicago. You didn't get. Yeah. That. <laughs> That was Chicago. Rich Daly, the old man. That's how he said it back in the day when he was nightsticking hippies that were fucking up the goddamn convention. <laughs> if there's if there's one if there's anything where you can't choose who to vote for, just write in Bogoyevich. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be a news story if he got some votes. <laughs> okay, uh, 1987, 1989, or 2007. Which year would you like for a great teacher movie? 80? Not a great movie, necessarily. Yeah, yeah, 89. Okay. Some, somebody's, people always cheer for certain years. I don't get it. Uh, Leonard gives this movie three stars from 1989. I think it's about right. I might give it a little more. It was, I haven't seen it in a long time. Um, he says that the lead actor is charismatic as a, as a teacher. And he also says that... The screenplay for the movie won an Oscar, presumably for best screenplay. <laughs> it's weird when a screenplay wins an Oscar for makeup. <laughs> and there are mm. Mm, 11 names. How many names do you think you get in Graham Elwood? Seven. Bold opening bid. We go down to we go down to Danny T. Dan and Telfer is next. Uh, right? Yeah, uh, well, I don't want to. I don't want to win by doing the same cheap blow twice. So I, I've, I've basically. What, what could you possibly do? You you can't say name that movie. Seven names, he'll get it. I know. I know. So you what? You think so he will? Just, yeah. So just bid one number lower. I'll do six. I'll do six names. Yeah. See what I'm saying? Name that. Name that movie, Dan. Yeah. Ah! I don't know. <laughs> Nicely played. Uh, Do you want the clues again? Yes, please. 89, three stars, charismatic, won an Oscar for screenplay. Okay. Here are your six names. Laura Flynn Boyle. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, she's she, semi-famous she, and she's at the bottom. Kurtwood Cl Smith. Norman Lloyd. James Waterston. Alain Ruggiero. Somebody's got it from that. That's crazy. Don't yell it out. Don't yell it and, out. <laughs> and Dylan Koosman. The great Dylan Koosman. 
There's five names remaining after that, and I'd say the next one's no help, but then the remaining four are pretty, pretty powerful names. Okay. But some um, people know it already, which is awesome. Oh, uh, what is that one movie? Oh, yeah, that one. <laughs> it was a rhetorical question to the muses that are betraying me right now. Um, this game's very, it's not easy, and, and especially in front of people. Yeah, I know, because this is one of those things where I think I know what it is, but I don't know what the name of the movie is. Oh, okay. Well, then you're probably out of luck then, because yeah. <laughs> that's what we're going for. We're not yeah. looking for I guess you could describe the movie, but that don't, I don't think that would necessarily no, be fair. And I think, I think I'm just going mm, to... Maybe... Sick granola. You could just excuse yourself. You could just leave. <laughs> <laughs> you just walk out of here in shame. <laughs> uh, no, I won't do that. Guess something. Uh, I know this is off by at least five years, but I'll say school ties. <laughs> See, you picked a movie with a great teacher, and you were wrong. <laughs> but still, what was it? The person in the audience that got so excited at Ruggiero? What? Um, stand and deliver. No, it's not Stand and Deliver. Lean on me. It's not Lean on Me either. It's what Dead it? Poets Society. That's what I thought it was. Uh, Why don't you just say what I you think it is? I couldn't remember what Dead Poets Society was called. I was like, it's a fucking movie where they're running around in Elfie costumes. <laughs> and they got a secret cave where they feel sorry for themselves. <laughs> and Robin Williams Well, I hope people. you have one of those, Dan, because <laughs> you are going to spend the night there. <laughs> Uh, I do actually. It's time to go sleep in your shame cave. <laughs> go to your remorse hole, <laughs> where there are some cupcakes waiting. Yay! Okay, so that's point for Kyle, point for Dan. Graham Elwood needs a big, strong comeback here. I know. And since you weren't in that skirmish either, you get to start again. Let's do it. Uh, I can't do what it was. Let's go with these categories. Oh, no. Would you like <laughs> in theaters now? It's a very popular category. Movies that are in theaters now. Leonard doesn't even give them a rating because they're in theaters now. He's, he's that kind of guy. <laughs> I don't know why he doesn't. But anyway. And then, uh, of course, we got past guest John Lithgow. Yes. And this is a really tough one. Arthur Penn, rest in peace. Oh, Great, great director Arthur Penn uh, died recently also. So... Um, which one of those would you like, Graham? In theaters now. Here we go. Yeah. Graham loves in theaters now. When we play this at my shows all around the country, he comes up on stage and he takes on people in the audience, and uh, <laughs> he loves this category because it makes people overly cocky. It's not easy. Uh, would you like a movie from now, now, or now? <laughs> I will go now. Okay. Uh, let me pick one. I'm going to go with this one. Seems interesting. Okay, this movie's from now. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Let me pick out something that uh, Leonard says about it. He writes kind of a long review, so I kind of have to cruise through and find something that's not going to give anything away or not give too much away. Uh, oh, Leonard says, I won't reveal more of the story, uh, which is credited to two screenwriters. And then he goes on to say, all of this is presented in a handsome, high-energy production. Yeah, the clues often make it harder. <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> you have nine names to try to guess this movie, Graham Elwood. What do you think? Eight. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> Dan. <laughs> How you doing, Six? Six says Dan. What's Kyle going to do with this? You can say five, I or know. you can... You can go lower. I want, I want to say Somebody five. in the audience wants to go negative two. <laughs> you guys are such you touch with a quick that Say five, say five. You're going to go five? Five. Mm. Ooh, five. Yeah. Name that movie. All right. Yeah. Here we go. Fuck yeah, buddy. Would you like high, the clues again, sir? High energy package. <laughs> <laughs> Boom, look at my high energy package. <laughs> yeah, it was something like that. <laughs> it's credited to two screenwriters, and uh, Len doesn't want to reveal too much of the story. You get five names, and they are John Bedford Lloyd, Austin Pendleton. Boston Pendleton. Austin Pendleton. <laughs> it's like a dog or something. I love That's that a guy. Chicago actor. I love that guy. He's great in. Uh, he plays Bernsey in What's Up, Doc? Um, <laughs> Frank Langella, Susan Sarandon. Mm-hmm. It's her birthday too, I think, and uh, and and she got divorced. Um, she was never married. Happy birthday or whatever they split. <laughs> um, and Eli Wallach is your fifth name. Oh man! I thought you were giving away the ending. Somebody, I know. Somebody always says that's the closer, and I was like, no, that's that Kira Cedric show. <laughs> You mean the one that that's the giveaway name? You think you like what? Like, yeah. all right, I like I like the way you guys think. It's out, it's out now. Mm-hmm. Kyle doesn't look too confident. No. Well, you know what you can do in this case is you can uh, guess the name of a movie that's out now, <laughs> and you might get lucky. Dead Poet Society. <laughs> <laughs> I had stand and deliver on that one. That's the only one I know ever. Right, right. Teacher great, movie. Great teacher that movie. Would, sure. yeah, they made us watch it yeah. in school. It was in there too. In place of a good teacher, they'd make it watch That's a right. movie about good yeah. teachers. Pick, pick, pick uh, something. <laughs> and watch what's styling. Edward J. Mall and KK. Turn these kids around. I saw the Facebook one. Those people weren't in that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they weren't in Iron Man 2. I got one, yeah. Last, uh, two and movies Iron I've Man seen two this year. Count as yeah, what movie do theaters? you wish Susan Sarandon was in? It's not Jackass 3D. <laughs> that, that hasn't opened yet. I got a real limited palette. Uh, let's go. Uh, is there something about. Can I just really quick say, can I get another vodka and tonic when, they, when somebody gets a chance? All is right, there anything ahead. about R&B groups out right now? That's, that's what you think those people would be in? Uh, yeah, like R&B what was that group? one? Frank Langella would be great in R&B Yeah, movie. he's like an old, like, uh, yeah, these, yeah. these girls have it. And Susan Tarandon's yeah. like an old showgirl, like, let me yeah. show you the moves. <laughs> that's it. He's right there. You really are getting warm. <laughs> <laughs> that's what hip-hop movies are about. So you don't have any idea? Oh, uh, shit. No uh, guess. Stomp the Yard too. I don't know. Go for it. All right. Stop the art 3D, please. <laughs> Can I say Respect. it? Respect. Can I say it? Does Graham Elwood know it? Wall Street money that does not sleep. Yep. Money never sleeps, not money does not sleep. Money has a hard time sleeping and <laughs> has to money take pills. Needs to take some valerian root, which is a hippie alternative to the harder pharmaceutical sleeping aids. I know this because I'm a hippie. <laughs> All right, so since you didn't get that, Graham got a point. We have a three-way tie, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, shit. Ooh, all right. This is exciting. Boom. Boom. 
I love when the bonus episodes are this exciting. Now, Graham, let's remind everybody. Oh, we, oh thank you so much. Another beverage. Um, key, also, applaud the wait staff yeah. and the whole staff here. And tip them. Yeah, tip them as well. They it, it can't uh, can't feed their crack babies with applause. <laughs> <laughs> that was a weird compliment. <laughs> Just trying to help. That gentleman's going to donate right now. <laughs> okay. The guy got up. Ooh, this is exciting. All right, so Graham got the point. Who wasn't involved in that skirmish? Dan? Okay, so Dan gets to start us off. Next point wins, correct? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah this, is, this is intense. Mm. And you will win for Graham. Uh, Who are you playing for? Susie. Susie. And then Kyle is playing for June. And Dan is playing for George. George. Yeah, yeah. My memory's not that bad. Okay. Um... Past guest, past guest John Lithgow, or Chicago, or Alicia Silverstone. Let's go. Let's go, John Lithgow. Okay. Danalama Ding Dong. I don't know why you said that. No. <laughs> I have no response to that. Okay. Do you want a movie from nineteen eighty-three, eighty-four? Or 2009 that has John Lithgow involved in some sort of role. Let's go 83. 83, okay. All the way back there. Let's not, let's keep our comments quiet <laughs> or, or not make any. <laughs> <laughs> Please choose the latter. Um, two and a half stars. Oh. Yeah, probably accurate. <laughs> I. I Probably. Mean, that's about right. I'll ask a watch. It's, it's uneven, the movie. I'll say that. And then uh, Lithgow's in it, and he says uh, he says that um, he cites Lithgow specifically as being uh, uh, good, and he says that uh, that um, wow, this is hard. It's just got names all over it. He says the first part. He, he says he says that the, the beginning of the movie is entertaining. Okay, so those are <laughs> oh, those are weird clues. I know. Yeah, but uh, everything else really gives it away. Okay, well um, we, we we know who one person is, and it's two and a half stars, and there are thirteen names, and here's one more clue: the thirteenth name is someone who narrates. Oh, and movie. it's 1983. Mm-hmm. I can do it in eight names. <laughs> it's like hey, you sounded super confident. I, I, the pro- here's the thing. And then you went. Well, because I already, big... I already thought I knew what it was, but that actually hurt me. So I'm okay. Back. All right, Graham. Zero. Ooh. You can't let that shit stand, Kyle. Now, yeah. Uh, now, you can't. If, let, you if can't Graham, just. If he not only if he gets it right with zero names, if he gets this right, then that automatically puts him in the next tournament of championships. Uh, what? Which is, which is very exciting. Because these championships that'll occur maybe a year or two from now. Because <laughs> we're just starting out. We just had the last tournament of championships. So, uh, Kyle, your options, oh, if you're not Don't. completely familiar with no. them, wait, uh, you can either wait. say name that name or you can go into negative names. Negative one. He says negative one. 
So, so in order to get the point, you if Dan says name that movie, you will have to name the top build star in the movie. You have to get it absolutely right. Who, you sure? Who oh, who I thought I could the... just name one of the guys. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> no it's, well, because you just say Lithgow. <laughs> I get negative one. I got an idea. Yeah, uh, just just whoever you think is top build. So then we go right. to oh, Dan. You could go more negative names, or you could say name that you know movie. I. I, if it's a movie I think it is, I could go... Joan, get ready to come I up here. I could go negative three. But I smell blood in the water, and I just... Sorry, I gotta go Joan. for it. Uh, Kyle Kinane, please name that movie. All right. So you have to name it and name the lead top build actor in it. Top build actor. This is tricky. So what's the movie? I want to say it's Twilight Zone, the movie. That's correct. Oh man! But I know who the top build. There I were grew. four different episodes in the movie. There were, and there were a lot of different uh. random stars in it. But which which actor or actress got the absolute top billing in Twilight Zone the movie? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody made the most Is that pain, a yawn pain or frustration. No, most pain noise. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded like oh, a, I bet you, I, you had a shit and a baby at the same time. <laughs> which, which is how I I understand that's how it works actually. Think about it, Kyle. Who was super famous I, back then? I know. Dan, don't taunt him. I know the, Come on, I know fella. the sections of it. Yeah, there's a bunch of sections. <laughs> yeah, there's four, four sections and a prologue. Intertwining out of, out themes. Of, yeah, but out of... And there's a, there's a tone to it, too. <laughs> we need an answer. You may have just given it away with that. We need an answer. Yeah, shut up, Yeah, dude. quit it. <laughs> as a top build as an actor. Yeah. Steve? No, the top grip. The top guy that Steven? did the lights. Who's <laughs> the first uh, person's uh, name uh, got uh, credit uh, in the credits? Yeah. The, uh, but it could be an actor. Right, right? right in the very beginning in the car, <laughs> St- Stephen King. <laughs> Stephen King wasn't in the car in the beginning. <laughs> it was Dan Aykroyd and Stephen King. No, it was Albert Brooks. <laughs> oh, Yay! fucking Albert Brooks. Yeah, but it's that's either- not the answer. Neither I'm one gonna of those. Say of those I'm going to say John Lithgow. No, no. Still Burgess no. Meredith. Vic How many Mor- Vic Morrow because he, he got cut in half. Yeah. It's Vic Morrow. That's right. Yeah. On your they s- gave it to him just because he died? On your sixth guess. Well, no, he was a big star Just because he died, but he was in the first segment, and he was the lead in it. So that w- yeah. billing-wise, that would make sense. And he was a big star. The next person is Scatman Crothers, who's in the Kick the Can yeah. segment. <sighs> and then uh, Bill Quinn. I forget what he did. Selma Diamond. She's, she was old. I would have said Kathleen Quinlan, who was the died. mom of the kid that said, you know, do what I say or I'll fucking put you out in the field. Burgess Meredith was a narrator. Yeah. I, well, Susie, I had it. I was hoping he. W- I was hoping the zero would scare him and he would just make me name it. But but nice try, Kyle. And Dan is our winner. So that means that means that George, we did it together. Something. So Susie and Joan, come over here to me and tell me who who I should call a shithead. That was while... a great. That was a great movie pick, by the way. That was really. That was nice, tense. Like yeah. all three of us knew it. That was good business. Yeah. Was... Thanks, Graham. <laughs> Oh, she oh, wrote she it down. Oh even. my god, that's awesome! Nicely done, Joan. Well, write it down. Don't you have an app for that? <laughs> <laughs> Do you pronounce it like it seems like you'd pronounce it? Like Simon with an H? Oh, no? the personal ones are weird. Yeah, yeah. I'll try it. And uh, you could get killed. <laughs> Do you guys have any plugs? Here comes Joan. Do you have anything you want to plug, Dan? Oh any yeah, uh, I'll be in New York City with Brian Posehn, October fifteenth and sixteenth. And uh, yeah, that's that's. Oh, and and uh, I I don't I don't necessarily get any royalties from it, but I I was a co-writer on the new Mad Men illustrated world book that's coming out. Nice. 
So uh, go get support. Wow. Get it because uh, the, the main writer and editor and illustrator is Dynamo, who did the cover of my album and MadMenYourself.com, and she's awesome. 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 Right. Nice. Give it a haircut, Dan. Nice work, Dan Telfer. <laughs> uh, Kyle Kinane, what's up with you? Uh, I'm just out in the world, man. Yeah, just look for... <laughs> is there a KyleKinane.com? There is. Yeah, so There's go to that, that. and uh, see what he's up to, and go on YouTube and type, uh, type in, what is it, bunnies or rabbits? Oh, yeah, there's a bunny. Oh, that's an awesome. animated video. What's it called, though? Bunnies? Bunnies. 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 Type in bunnies or Kyle Kinane in YouTube and watch the cartoon about Just one type of in bits. bunnies and see how long it takes before you get to mine. That would be, that would be, the, be the cutest afternoon you've ever had. <laughs> Follow that, Graham. I hope your plugs are funnier. <laughs> Uh, I don't have anything that cute. Just um, go to uh, ComedyFilmNerds.com. Yes, ComedyFilmNerds.com. We have with some uh, Comedy Film Nerd fans here. We have do a podcast every week uh, that Doug and many other comedians have been on. Uh, and also, you know, GrahamElwood.com. You can uh, get signed copies of my new CD, Hypocritical Oath, yes. through ComedyFilmNerds.com. Or you can buy them here tonight as you're leaving. And uh, uh, as I always say, Graham and I always stand by the door and meet everybody that wants to meet us and take pictures and... Uh, Autographs and and if you don't want to buy something, it's totally cool because we're we're just happy that you're here. Really appreciate it. And um, uh, so that's uh, I think I think we're good then. So let's have a round of applause for my guests, Dan Telfer, Kyle Kinane, Graham Elwood, and um, author of My Year of Flops. Nathan Rabin was up here earlier. Check out that book. And um, as always. Uh, Austin Travers is a shithead. Yes. And Heather Shyman, 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 Heather Shyman, Shyman is a shithead. Yeah! There's no room in